Welcome to the Modern Feminine Podcast. I'm Angela. And I'm Allison, and we're your hosts. On this podcast, we dive deep into real-life topics and don't shy away from the hard stuff. Our mission is to eliminate the shame surrounding hard conversations and encourage more open dialogue about femininity and unapologetic authenticity. And sometimes we're just two friends bullshitting over an espresso martini. We'd love for you to join us. <laughs> Finally oh. on OnlyFans. We are recording. <laughs> Allison does not have an OnlyFans. I do not. No. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Okay, but we're back. We are back. I'm Angela. And I'm Allison. <laughs> Thanks for joining us with our brand new microphones. Yay, hopefully it sounds better. Yes, and thank you for bearing with us on a few of our other episodes we have published where we were using microphones that did not get along. No. They were not as close of friends as we are. Yeah, but we really didn't want to lose all of those moments that we had together. No, they were great. <laughs> well, it's hard to duplicate. It is. It's a really hard. Like yes, yeah. yeah. But we are here today. <laughs> we are gathered here today. Wow. Um, Memories. <laughs> trigger warning. <laughs> Um, no, I wanted, um, I've been noticing some things on Instagram and it, I, I was chatting with Angela about it and we were like, let's make it a podcast because I think it's really relatable and probably something that a lot of people are seeing. Um, but I'd seen, there's a, a mom and I don't remember her handle and I don't want to put her on blast. So, um, but there's a mom on TikTok that also is, has a presence on Instagram and she's, an incredible mom. I love watching her content because of that. Um, she has older kids than me, so it gives me guidance for things to come. But she wears this huge sweatshirt and her hair is up in a bun. And you would never know. She posted a video maybe the day before yesterday or something, and she was wearing like a sports bra and leggings. Nope. And you would never know that this woman had a hot rocking body after having three or whatever kids wow. she has. Nice to her. I know. And I was shocked. And I was like, this is the we see this over and over, right? In the world, in the in the wild of moms that just I don't know if she would fit into this category, but moms that just don't care, people that just stop caring about the way they look or about themselves. And they, you know, for lack of a better term, let themselves go. I think that we see it in more than just moms that have had kids. I think we see mm -hmm. it in, in two people that have gotten married and or maybe just been together for a long time. Yeah. And or we just see it in... I mean, are we speaking specifically about women? Happens to men too, but yeah, I mean, focus on the women. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it also just happens with people as they get a little bit older, and you know, you live enough life that can kind of beat you down, and you maybe maybe it used to be in our forties and fifties that this that this would happen, and I feel like it's happening a little a little bit earlier, where people just uh, don't put the energy in anymore. I kind of wonder, and I hadn't thought about this earlier when we were talking about it, I wonder if the the COVID era yeah. may have contributed to it happening younger, you know, to even yeah. younger people. Yeah. 
um, because we were just so. Yeah, I mean, partly it put put us into some new habits where you know we didn't have to get ready and we weren't leaving the house. But I think it also was also, of course, the the factors that were really difficult about COVID that um, set a lot of people off course or and you know put wrenches into their lives that were pretty pretty probably pretty significant for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, so we were, should we tell the, the Prescott story? <laughs> sure, you start it. <laughs> this, might, this might rile some people up, um, but it was just, it's it stands out for me on the subject. Uh, the table behind us or the table on the... Well, I think we should talk about both. Okay, yeah. Um, because I think they both, I can relate to one particular who yeah. to some extent. But, yeah, I can um, relate to the other, actually. Yeah. So... There was a table. We were sitting in a breakfast place in press on our 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 uh, Prescott trip recently, and um, there was a table on the other side of the restaurant um, that it was. It appeared to be two couples. Both couples had children with them. I think they had one like infant child with them, and we were. Like, what happens next? next? (laughs) Um, We were kind of just being observant and we were like, we're just two very observant people. Yeah. And it was a little bit of chaos. Um, Yeah. Not, no judgment. They had young kids and you could tell they were just trying to wrangle them and also converse and also feed themselves with young children. Yeah. And I mean, you can imagine, you know, you probably either witnessed it or experienced it yourself of young children in a restaurant. Um, and you don't always have a lot of option when you're like on a trip, you know, and I kind of I kind of got those vibes from them. But we were like or maybe it was was it you or me I that said it first? I think that I said it. But yeah, I mean, I think you observed the situation because you were kind of relating to yeah, the this- chaos of it and yeah. how, um, you know, maybe the. It was two couples, but the women were kind of engaging and taking care of the kids, but the women weren't really engaging with the men. And there was there didn't seem to be a lot of like maybe joint effort or I don't know how to say it, but um, I think you commented on that. And I said I would put money on the fact that they are no longer having sex. (laughs) There was just no... You just didn't get this like uh-huh. connected vibe from the couples, each respectively. And there was not, I, I don't know, there wasn't a lot of like, I don't know how to say it other than like sexuality just, or femininity or something coming from much. the connection. Um, and I think I was observing it more for from the women um, or one one of the women specifically. Yeah. And I mean, it's so natural for women to shift their focus fr- from you know, the husband or the partner to the child need-wise because the child will always be louder with their needs. And, you know, I would say in most cases more demanding probably. Yeah. Um, But it was just evident. Like, it was just very... It just illustrated, um, you know, what, what it looks like in you know, potentially an early marriage, but also just early mothering years of trying to find yourself and care for your child and your husband and your life. And they you could just tell that they were all so disconnected. Mm-hmm. The moms were commiserating with one another. Yeah. The children were batshit 
<laughs> losing it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's trying to feed herself a bite of food and, yeah. you know, take care of the kid. And, and back taking and turns. And taking turns. And, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, kind of like you were saying, your husband, like your partner, whoever, is not going to, like, roll on the floor and cry and pitch a fit if their <laughs> needs are. Most men are not going to be doing that if their needs are being met. And um, so it's, you know, like you're saying, the louder voice. But, I mean, having fostered kids, I can relate to that as well because it just takes so much of your energy and mm -hmm. time and attention that um, not only, I think, the focus gets away from the connection with your partner, but the focus can get away from your connection to yourself and the effort put into, you know, taking care of yourself and being in a in a grounded feminine energy and, and all that. Yeah. And then there was there was a table behind Angela where we were sitting that the it was just I think they had a child with them or no? No, it was no, just the two of them. They were, yeah, I would say they were, they didn't have kids. No. Yeah, it was just the two of them. They, they were, I don't say they were young, but they were a little bit younger than that other two. Yeah. Yeah. Probably like late 20s, maybe, maybe yeah. early 30s. And um, one of them, <laughs> I'm eyeing at Angela. I like, was like, are I we trying this details? story? Yeah. Well, she, she, uh, she comments that the, the male was, definitely like given given her eyes checking her out and he's sitting there with what is apparently his his girlfriend um and then not long later long after that also we kind of overhear an argument between the two of them because it seems that she noticed that he was checking allison out is that how it went down yeah. right um and she wasn't happy about it and I didn't turn around and look because they were directly behind me, but I just said, you know, I mean, of course he's checking you out. Look at you, you know, and we kind of moved on from it. And then toward <laughs> the end of the meal, um, they get up to leave and I am able to see the two of them and kind of get more context to who was checking Allison out and everything. And he was a, he was like a beefy bit of like kind of hunky, a guy that I could see checking you out. And I did, so I said, oh, I can see why he's checking you out. Like you look like you might be his type. But then I also observed her and I said, oh, and and I can really see why he's checking you <laughs> well, out. Now I now really, I really get it. <laughs> um, and, and that was not at all a judgment of her, like, whether she was pretty or not, or fit, or what it was more specifically that she was in a hoodie with her hair up in a bun, and I don't, it didn't seem like she had put any, like maybe she didn't even she wash her face. Yeah, she had yeah. slippers on and literally looked like she rolled out of bed, walked straight out of the house and, and went to this street. And yeah, and I mean, it's it sounds harsh, right? But the the part about this that I feel like are, it was a takeaway for us and is, I mean, it, it happens all, all the time. You see it everywhere. And there's there's memes about it there's you know reels about even you know of course i'm always I, I always default to like the motherhood just because that's my what my reference point but even non-mothers it's <clears throat> they, they talk about 
you know, what, like the, the MILF that I, that I just thought I was going to be in the MILF that I am. And it's like <laughs> disheveled, you know, hair in a bun, uh, slippers on it, drop off X, Y, Z. I mean, it's not like I don't look glam at drop off by any means, but. I'm sure you do actually, but. I would say be, the school is shocked when I don't have my eyebrows on. I will say that. <laughs> Can you imagine me without eyebrows? Eyelashes? No, you actually mean brows. That was all funny. Well, I mean, I know your eyelashes, but you're picturing you. See, she's picturing me without eyebrows. You mean filling your eyebrows in? Yeah. Not well, putting your eyebrows on. But yes, I get it. Oh, now. yeah. Well, I get my, it. My, <laughs> I'm really bad with girl terms sometimes. My mom always said I have to put my face on. I have to put my face on. Yes. Oh, no, yeah. I've totally heard that. Yes. Yeah. Of course. So um, I follow. I do look very different without eyebrows and I don't have a lot of natural hairs there. So um, it's, you know, it's a little off putting <laughs> for them. So sometimes you drop off but without your brows on. I do. Um, but generally, I mean, but, you know, I go home and I get myself ready for the day. I do that every single day. And that's not to say that everybody should, but it's just more of this conversation of of don't lose yourself. Yeah. Take like don't. Yeah. This like if there's something that we can say or do um, to in- encourage or inspire you to not lose sight of who you are and not, you know, what am I trying to say? Yeah. I, and I think we're going to do a separate episode on this, but our um, like the way that we not only the way that we present ourselves, but the messaging that that sends our brain, the way we talk to ourselves, like our own perception of our ourselves right and a lot of that I think comes from how much we invest in taking care of ourselves every day and it doesn't mean I I don't believe me I mean I wash my hair like once a week like I'm not talking about we all need to put hours in every day but like you know I work from home and I'm always always put together and I mean of course sometimes I'm you know leggings or whatever like I am right now but you know I am every day if in legging (laughs) you know no yeah no I know but I'm just saying like you know your face my face like we're we I I put that effort in and I didn't for a long time I really didn't and that's why I said I I could also I could relate to the table behind me because I've been in that position and been not that my ex-husband was somebody with like super wandering eyes but um he I I would notice that there you know we'd be out and about and I wasn't taking care of myself because I didn't have the level of respect for myself where I was at to to decide to put that effort in and feel like I even it was a very much like a worthiness deserving or undeserving energy like you know kind of why bother because you know I was this and you know and I just there was there was a lot wrapped up to it it wasn't just being overweight it was being unhappy with a lot of things and a lot of choices I was making at the time and like my self-respect was low and it was communicated that way by how much effort I put into myself and I think that that's probably the case like I know it might sound harsh that I said that about the the woman behind me and how like no wonder he was checking you out um but at the same time I can completely like I, I have empathy for that because I've been in that exact same position where it was just like, what? Why bother? Like, put myself all together, still don't like myself, like, whatever. You know, there's no mm-hmm. amount of makeup or hairdo that I could do that will make me feel happy. So just not gonna, you know. And I think that's where a lot of people may not be that far over in that direction, but I think it is a little bit of that flavor of that where, you know, 
they're they're just like they're not going to put the energy in anymore and it doesn't feel worth it i don't know what do you think um yeah i mean i think that it can it's so easy to fall into like a lazy a laziness you know yeah. and 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 it could also just be reflective of how you care for yourself you know in general and i think the way that you look really can the way that you put yourself together or not really does reflect how much you care for yourself and i you know when it comes to when it comes to this subject i mean i want to care like whatever the most amount is like i want to care that much Mm -hmm. about myself Mm -hmm. you know yeah and i'm you know we fight for it you we have to fight you have to fight for that fight you have to yeah. i mean fight may not be the, the most flowy word but like no. you have to work and it makes sense for yeah. it yeah and well, that takes effort and it takes yeah well and back to the context of covid and and that and it's like um you know i think that how we get to the laziness is not necessarily that these people that women are just downright lazy and they're like i don't care anymore like yeah no it's because of life you know it's like yeah whatever's happening like life can beat us down and if it does often feel like we're putting so much effort into just getting by every day or paying bills or whatever it is and or you know making it work with your relationship or you know life is hard and so then that falls to the wayside and for me now being on the other side of it and putting a lot of like I have quite a significant self-care practice in my life and doing that is like some of the foundation for managing my life you know and doing life well it's for me it starts there and um it's just big deal you know and it's like uh, I remember you when you were coaching me you had said or maybe this wasn't even as a coaching but this we was a coaching like a moment point. for you I know it's, it's just all intertwined yeah. but you had said um you know as a form of self-care what was it yeah discipline 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 is a form of self-care yeah it's uh one of my mottos now at this point because even getting you know us women know you know doing the exact same routine for our face Mm -hmm. like every day it does get tedious and so it's like it's just it's discipline with you know, washing it off at night and putting it back on every day and just staying that consistency with our habits, giving ourselves like I always say, it's like honoring your own word is one of the best ways to build that internal confidence. And having discipline is you're honoring your own word. You know, you're sticking to some sort of routine rhythm. You're doing that. You're taking care of yourself. And I really believe that that um, consistency and discipline around that tells your brain like I am worth this you know I think I've always also made the analogy I had the analogy was explained the analogy to you of like imagine if like maybe for your daughter or me to you or whatever like if I was responsible for your self-care how I would do that like like no we're doing your face up we're doing your hair like you're not wearing a bun today like yeah let's do it up and dress you and what I like it's like think about how you would treat a friend or a loved one and take care of them and have help them show up in a certain way and we don't always give that to ourselves and it's yeah well and I've had multiple thoughts as you're talking and um and one of them is that I have a friend that voiced to me that she feels like badly that she puts her daughter 
or she that she puts herself first uh, and getting ready for the day or like when they're getting ready to go somewhere she's she's like I do I get myself ready I do my routine and then I help my daughter you know and um she was having some guilt about it and I felt like that's so admirable that you just subconsciously had that in you because most don't oh I know I I thought that when you've shared this with me before that she she does just 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 does what I wish everybody would do. Yeah. And that I, I, it took me until I was however old. And I don't have children, but, you know, when we fostered or even when I was married. And so it's just you look to what else mm-hmm. needs to be done for other people before yourself. And yeah, yeah, even even as a single person, I mean, it can still happen mm-hmm. if I have a lot on my plate in the morning, you know, stuff gets thrown by the wayside. And I will, I will, it still happens at times, you know, take care of other things before putting yourself first so yeah yeah and I mean I have two kids right and I get up and our mornings are complete chaos you hear my boxers in the morning after (laughs) I'm like oh my god today sucks (laughs) I'm like when you get on and you're like it's a nice morning I'm like whoa 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 yeah you're like are you okay wow are you dissociating I know right (laughs) are you high right now yeah no no that would never be the case no um but I I do sometimes take a moment, maybe cry, maybe zone the fuck out in the garden. And then, you know, I I go and get ready for the day. Like I, I got to pull it together. And I can tell you that my daughter, she's watching me, you know, she's mm-hmm. paying attention. Yeah. She's seeing that the way that I take care of myself is the way that she wants to take care of herself. Mm-hmm. And I and I know people have said that to me, but I see it in her because she and I know you probably I, have too I definitely see it in her yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this the other day I, I it was hair wash day I didn't wash it I was like I'm gonna wash my hair before I go to bed and she I picked her up I had d- did my hair for my day and then by the time I went to go pick her up like I was over my hair I put it up in a bun mm-hmm. I was like I'm done mm-hmm. with this for the day did she tell you you weren't fancy enough she <laughs> got in the car and she was like you didn't get ready today <laughs> I was like, um, I did. I was like, do you see my face? I was like, I'm wearing clothes. I, I did my on. makeup. I got my brows, girl. That means that's pretty. <laughs> but she's but so not used. to Scarlett's level of expectation. No, she's like, where's your weave? Where's your, <laughs> why is your hair in a bun? <laughs> but I was, I, I mean, it just like was evidence for me, right? That she's really paying attention yeah she is and i you know i i that, that matters a lot to me you know yeah but and this is without just without saying i mean it goes without saying that we have obvious empathy for people that are in this place because i just want to i want to give them a hug and then i want to say okay we're gonna go take a shower <laughs> okay <laughs> we're gonna go wash our face yeah and we want to see your figure see you see you yeah we don't want i think it's easy to get stuck i mean even you know everyone we get stuck in this like wanting to disappear like oh yeah let your clothes swallow you those are the memes i'm seeing i haven't seen so i'm not on tiktok and i haven't seen much of the like giving up memes as i think you have lately but i am seeing the fall and winter memes where everyone's excited to put a lot of clothes on and we don't have to worry about fitting into a swimsuit anymore we can just sit on the couch and eat whatever we want or I don't know what the memes say because I kind of scroll right by them and I roll my eyes but yeah it's it's a lot of that in the winter time is just wanting to hide behind a lot of clothing 
Yeah, and I I, I do that year round. Like I tr- <laughs> I fight the urge year round to hide behind clothing. But I will say that I feel most feminine and most confident, even though I mean, my therapist today was like, I mean, I'm not wearing anything that is like. She's wearing pink, guys. Am I? Is it pink? It's pinkish. Yeah, it's kind of like a nudie. You know, it's nudie. nudie. It's a nudie. But I'm wearing like it's leggings, pretty. but I had my, thank you, I had my shirt kind of like tucked into my leggings so because it is a little bit oversized. And she was like, I see you today. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, don't look too close. But um, yeah, I mean, it feels good to to care. It feels good to care. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, and I think we talked about this in another episode a little bit, but um, I think it goes a little bit to the uncontained feeling, and I think it also goes to like, oh, it's the it's the episode that hasn't yet. No, it has been released. I don't know what order we're releasing these in. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but you were we were talking about um, just the. Um, our bodies and embracing and you know and I think that probably there's a lot wrapped up in this of the not wanting to put the effort in and or wanting to hide behind a sweatshirt or whatever that is related to not loving just not not being proud of your body and, and wanting to hide you know rather than be seen yeah yeah and you know we put our faces on and our makeup and we are seen and you put a bun on and a sweatshirt on and you blend in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I will say that when I am wearing, when I, the the very few times that I'm not ready for the day, I feel like everyone's staring at me like, dang, she, really? she looks a wreck. Oh. I would say I feel kind of the opposite. And just, I mean, I think it probably is just yeah. context. It's probably an energetic thing. Well, too. and it is an, it's a very energetic yeah. thing. Because, yeah, we've talked about this. You know, the more effort that I have put into myself and the more that I have dressed in a way that I'm, you know, proud of, happy of, like I'm really putting effort in and trying to style my clothes for my body and not being afraid of my shape and things like that. Like that level, get to that level of effort and... I get a lot more attention than I ever have. And it is probably largely energetic, but I feel like if I were to just, you know, go out like this, maybe no makeup and my hair up, leggings, whatever, I'd just be another Phoenix biatch, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, Well, and I think that that brings up a good point about when you do put in a lot of effort, there there might be a tension associated with that. Yeah. But I'm not all positive, right? Yeah. Oh, no. I, I get mean, glares. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure. I, I've you told get you glares women, too. Yeah. <laughs> women are not my biggest fan, it seems, yeah. in public. Yeah. But I think a lot of it is that because, um, and this this is more of, I mean, this connects to that body, you know, bodies in the wild um, episode, but yeah. where when you're when you're thicker or you're overweight or whatever word you identify with you're not quote unquote supposed to be confident yeah or comfortable in your skin and i yeah. no matter how i'm feeling i'm always trying to exude confidence because that's what i want to be you know i want to be feel confident i want to be, and then sometimes it's authentic sometimes it's forced you yeah, know yeah but i try to get in the energy of it but i mean when i go pick up the kids um 
you know, this is one of my few reference points of being in the world because I work from home and I don't go (laughs) to a lot of places. But, you know, being in, you know, this environment with a lot of other parents and like the dynamic is so interesting. I mean, the social like the social worker in me is always fascinated by watching all these moving parts parents and children and yeah, yeah and like how it all works but um yeah the parents a lot of moms still look like they did when they dropped their kids off you know yeah and i look like a completely different person because <laughs> i mean you just put on my you know put on my brows and i looked i look a lot different <laughs> but or i'm also just dressed you know but yeah it's and they'll you know i get some glares i'll know like none of the moms have ever try to call, like talk to me nobody, Ever. nobody talks to me oh my god no. the one, one you are mom, intimidating i'm intimidating you think no. is that what you said i, I didn't yeah, know if you yeah. said that i am intimidating no, i said that you are and yeah. i don't mean that in a bad i don't yeah i, I get told that all the time like so i don't I'm know okay i'm just used that. to the word but it no. doesn't feel uncomfortable it's, to me but it's what you were saying it's yeah confidence yeah. is intimidating to those that don't mm-hmm. have the same level of confidence so yeah. yeah and and i mean one of the moms did say she asked me if i did did hair but i think that was the only time someone stopped to me <laughs> i was well, like you're like no well, i wanted to be in love of it like, like how deep is this conversation I know, right? how much time do you have but anyways um I think this is a good place. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think if I had any thought responses to that. I I think it was just that, you know, back to the beginning, it's just, it's a confidence thing and it's an energetic thing. And I think taking care of ourselves, not giving up on ourselves is, uh, it's just so internal as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like you don't have to like I said, you don't have to spend hours, but it's that it's just the effort. And I think that it all kind of tracks as far as how much you love yourself and respect yourself. And, you know, everybody put their brows on. Yeah, put your brows on. And uh, get some attention. And, you know, also just be an example of someone that, what, loves themselves? Yeah, the cares, cheesy, you know? the cares. Yeah, yeah, it's like I mean, we love people that care. You know, if you think about it, like where, do, when do you feel the most belong? Like, when do you feel like belonging is like an episode of its own? But mm-hmm. like, belong, like you feel like you belong is when people are caring for you, right? Like yeah. when you feel like someone really cares about you, and to give yourself that feeling is, I feel really very powerful. Totally, I totally agree. So. All right. There we have it. We will see you. We'll talk to you in the next one. If you have any thoughts, if you relate, uh, thoughts about putting your brows on, get up in our Instagram. Please do. And uh, all right. See you next time. Thanks.